0: I'm Maria Schwartz and welcome to the Windsider show where it's all about the W. The playoffs are here and it's time to dissect the first round matchups. I'm joined this episode with Jasmine Harper, Windsider Wings beat writer, to discuss the matchup of the Dallas Wings versus the Connecticut Sun tonight. Show, please consider joining our Patreon community, patreon.com backslash winsider. That's patreon.com backslash winsider. Less than a cup of coffee a month, you can directly show support for the hard work we do covering the W. And don't forget to see our amazing staff's written content over at winsider.com. That's winsider.com. If you're trying to get tickets to the WNBA playoffs, do we have the place for you? tickpick.com backslash winsider. That's T I C K P I C K.com. Backslash Winsider. It is the original no-fee ticketing site and official ticketing partner of the WNBA defending champion, Chicago Sky. Use the link, TickPick.com backslash Winsider for your upcoming ticket purchases for the WNBA, NFL, NBA, or any other event. Wings, Sun, Tonight. Um, probably the matchup that most people circled as the possibility of definitely going to three and the upset i mean it like the dallas wings of late have have shown to be a top tier team um maybe not championship contention but we've seen growth now obviously there's the storyline of rike's been out satu's been out mm-hmm. um and this team just really rallying together shout out to vj for getting uh the final coach of the month award and to end the season not a lot of people saw that one coming um Jasmine, thank you well for deserved. joining. Yeah, right. Well definitely well deserved, honestly. It there we could have a whole discussion, a whole episode where we talk about, you know, okay, with Arike gone, is the team listening to her game planning more? It you know we, know, we we could discuss that but I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna get into that right now. What, what not we, what, yet, not yet. Not yet. Exactly. That's an off season discussion. Um <laughs> but I did say I would find it hilarious if Arike misses this series, they win. Next series, she comes in, and they just bottom out. Um, give, give me a little, uh, a brief synopsis of what went down for the Dallas Wings this season um, and how we got here.
1: Yeah, so hi, everybody. Jasmine Harper here, of course. Um, I think that with the Wings going into their second year with Coach Johnson, it was a lot of still Charlie era at first. Um, I do think that injuries played a part in the season, too, because uh, Satu went out twice, um, even though she's possibly making her return back tonight against Connecticut. Um, And also, Alicia Gray sustained an injury, Izzy, Arike. It was just a lot of of unfortunate things that happened to them at first. But then after the All-Star break, I want to say they got their groove a little bit. They gathered them a rhythm and just started winning game after game. Um, but I will say this last stretch out the final nine games of the season the last quarter, they have played their best best basketball and gotten an offensive groove better than they've had in the past, like, three, four years. So I think the regular season just showed that, yeah, you guys might need to buy into what Johnson is selling a little bit more. Vijay, she's been here before. She has championships under her name. She knows what it takes to get there. So, you know, even though it's a new coach, she's giving you some great tips and is working out in their favor.
0: Yeah, it's a little situation where it's like, oh, wow, the, you know, co- maybe coach is right. Like, the, this mm-hmm. is working, you know, shout out to Cheryl Reeve with the whole buy in thing. You know, yeah. talent, talent can kind of keep you afloat for so long. But if you don't buy in, if you're not listening to the coach and following the game plan, um, unless the team is getting together afterwards and like uniting. On their own. Um, So uh, I
1: think that was an issue at one point early in the season. Like, I don't want to say everyone was against VJ, but it was kind of not the VJ fan club that it is right
0: now. Mm -hmm. Well, I really like the point that you made of like, it was kind of the same that we've seen in her first year of trial and error, right? Where Mm -hmm. early on in the season, it felt like, okay, this is another year of the Dallas Wings testing out different lineups, no consistency, and like having Mm -hmm. flashes, but then just being disappointed. I'm excited that, you know, we've started to see at least, in my mind, a little bit more consistently, a little bit of a plateau of the, to, to borrow a term from uh, Owen and I's segment, uh, WNBA Stocks. <laughs> like, it's not a volatile, volatile stock right now. Like, we kind of have mm-hmm. an idea. They're on the growth. They're on the upward. Um, yeah. what, what do you think the weakness and the strength is of this Dallas Wings team?
1: Ooh, good question. I do think the strength, I'll say for right now, has been Tierra McCowan. I think that adding a true center into the guard-heavy roster really opened up the playmaking that um, they're able to do. They can pass her down low or they can get up for a shot. And with Tierra, with the way Tierra plays, she draws so many defenders to her that you're probably always going to have an open man when it comes to uh, Dallas. you are either going to have Marina or Ty at the perimeter or like Leash and KT driving to the hole. You have an open person, so they're going to get you your bucket. As far as the weaknesses, um, I will say that they could use a little bit more playing time from their posts. So I think Charlie probably should have got a lot more minutes than she did. Um, Even if you don't think she's at the level that she needs to be, how else is she going to get there without playing? Yeah. And same goes for Isabel Harrison. I was very shocked that she hasn't been getting the amount of play time that she has, Um, especially with Satu going out. I really think that she could have moved into that four position and took over for Satu. And really, just like kind of help t- help Tiara out and take the pressure off of each other with two post players right there. But I know VJ loves her guards and she loves to put um, KT at the three slash four. So um, yeah, I would just say play playing your post players a little bit more and let them get that experience.
0: Which is you know a perfect segue to you know obviously the strength of Connecticut is John yeah. Cole Jones, Alyssa Thomas, <laughs> Duana Bonner, uh, Bree Jones. Nice. Like it, and and the the crazy thing is like while we haven't seen the use of the depth in the bigs for mm-hmm. dallas they have the ability right they have a walk they got izzy they got Tierra, and and yeah they got charlie too um <laughs> you know that <they're>, like <laughs> they have they have opportunities and and i just feel like it's going to be one of those situations when i look at the wings where it's i almost feel like okay they play mccowan and they play a, a guard heavy small ball with that one big and just you know run mm-hmm. around pat like high, high octane, highfalutin. I don't know if that's the right word. I don't know. Um, Just (laughs) a high intensity offense with one true big, who's going to clean up the boards, you know, get some putbacks, but also establish herself down low. And if you're not, as you said, bringing that double, um, she's going to eat. And if you do bring that double, she's a capable passer to kick out uh, Mm -hmm. to capable shooters on this team. I mean, Look, this Dallas Wings team ain't no scrubs, right? Like, at all. They can find they're a scrappy team. They're gonna keep games close. Interesting fact: um, of the the playoff matchups, this is the only matchup that the lower seeded team actually won the regular season series. Um, mm-hmm. now okay. a lot of people will kick up and say, "Well, Aria, Enrique played in that, and blah blah blah." Jane playing in this one, yes, fair, true. But I would also argue that. The wings of recent have played better basketball than at any point this season with Enrique, right. without Enrique, whatever it is. Um,
1: mm-hmm. And what they you... knocked off the top two seeds. So it's really right? nothing to knock off the third one. Just... Right,
0: right, exactly. It's just a trio. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I guess like the interesting thing for me is like, how do you think? I mean, look, we saw last year with Connecticut, a team that was top dog throughout the whole season, come in. And right before the playoffs or right at the start of the playoffs, they bring Alyssa Thomas back into the rotation. Really Mm -hmm. threw off the equilibrium for a fancy 10-point word. Um, What do you think Satu coming coming in now does to where this team has been with the current momentum they have?
1: Mm -hmm. So, Shane, let's plug on me and Mitchell Hanson's recent article. I kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, because she hasn't played for a month and Dallas basically hit its stride during that time. I think it's I personally don't see well, I'm not gonna say I don't see. I would be intrigued to see how she falls in line with the new um way that the team is playing. Mainly because um too, she kinda of brings that ISO ball to the wings. You can get it from like maybe Verena and a little bit from Gray. But really, it was Arike and Satu who um, who held it down there. And with Arike out, I would like to see uh, Satu come in and just bring that, that extra power that they need to just kind of like push it along. But ultimately, I see her being more of an offensive mind than coming in and trying to do a lot on defense because she did just get back healthy. And um, she said recently in her post game, I mean, media availability yesterday, that um, she's just been taking it easy and trying to get back to her full health because she's been injured a few times this year. So she wants to make sure that she's able to contribute for her team. So um, I think working her back in, if she's fully healthy, I see her being dominant on both sides of the ball. I mean, you might as well play her and play her to her full strength. But if not, and she's on limited minutes and things like that, I do think she'll be more of like a shooter, passer type way instead of more aggressive and driving to the basket.
0: Well, the crazy thing is, right, like to have a superstar like Satu Enrique come on to come back to a team that is so different, right? Not roster build wise, but just like mm-hmm. the vibe, the energy, the way that they're playing is so different. It's got to be hard for these players to come back, accept that role and kind of try and fit in where you can get in. Right. Like, yeah, you can't just you can't just go, OK, I'm back. You know, I'm superstar. Let's change what we're doing that style Mm -hmm. of play isn't what got got you to the playoffs. Um, and, and this, this is going like, I am, I'm excited because in my mind, right. We look at the, one of the, the strengths of this wings team and it's the guard play. And you look Mm -hmm. at the weakness of Connecticut and, or I I shouldn't say the weakness because with Connecticut, it's less of weakness. It's more of like a pick your poison thing, but the poison you're always going to pick is the guards because you don't want to go up against Alyssa Thomas, John Quill Jones, Bree Jones, um, And I didn't even talk about DeWanna Bonner. So, like, for me, it's a question of can they attack that and take advantage of that? uh, Connecticut is an elite defense. They're not the the defense we've seen of the past. So, obviously, they're going to, you know, slow down your offensive rhythm. They're going to try and find ways to keep you off beat. But I'm excited what, like, the likes of Alicia Gray in the playoffs can do going up. I mean, I know this game's on ESPNU, which is beyond annoying. But going up under the big lights against an atisha heideman and odyssey sims um heck even a Dewan of Honor because like there's going to be a lot of switching a lot of movement but this wings team is just they're kind of like a swiss army knife
1: yeah so okay a couple points i want to touch on one i need alicia to go super saiyan i need her to like literally go on fire go in get your bucket help your teammates but I want her to be the primary scorer for this series and I say that because before she um before the All-State All-Star break she had four 20-point games and then when she injured her ankle on June 23rd um versus the Indiana Fever she kind of scaled back her game a little bit and more so fell into her role than tried to be as dominant as she was playing before but I need that back from her especially against this Connecticut team who are very well at defending they're number 2 in defensive rating right now so I definitely need to see her um I need to see gold medal leash. I need to see a leash. I need to see every type of Alicia Gray there is known to man. And then um, followed up by Marina Mabry, I think that when she has the ball in her hands, Marina is very powerful. But also, she can play off the ball. She's driving to the lane. She's getting you three. She's showing you mid-range game. Like, I think she brings that versatility and has been since that two has been out. She's been bringing that extra arsenal that they were missing from so I have a few notes for, like, the vets. I'm really leaning on all the vets um right now for this series to kind of, like, bring it home because I know that they can. And they're also within the mindset of taking games one at a time. I do think that Connecticut is a little too focused right now on championship aspirations more so than mm. getting past the first round, whereas Dallas is like, okay, we made it here. We're knocking this person off, we're knocking this person off, and then we'll worry about the championship after that.
0: Yeah, no, I hear that. I like that a lot. I do want to remind our folks, Join us for our next watch party. It's tonight for both the games. Uh, Mm A lot of fun. mm -hmm. We're doing it on playback. It's a good time. We do giveaways. We do trivia questions. The link is getplayback.com backslash room backslash winsider. That's getplayback.com backslash room backslash winsider. Super easy to sign up. It's free. It's a lot of fun. Um, You touched on some very interesting key points. You know, last year, Connecticut comes... Just all all guns blazing into the playoffs and falls straight on their face and they're out. Um, You have to think Connecticut, at least mentally, has to be reminding themselves. But I completely agree with you. I mean, the mission all year for Connecticut, the opening statement Mm -hmm. out of press conferences, we're we're here to to do like unfinished business. We got to finish this off, blah, blah, blah. Whereas Dallas is a very, very different mindset where we look at some of the other series
1: and it's so,
0: it's so much of like, if you lose game one, oh no, if this with Dallas, I feel like it's very much like they don't need to win game one. Yeah. Obviously you need a split in Connecticut. If you want to take it to three and play a game, a playoff game in Dallas, which hasn't happened in a while. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's much more of a situation of like, they don't have the pressure on them. Dallas has. Dallas has no pressure. It's like, go mm. out, play good, do what you want. What? So, Arike is, she's ruled out officially for the series, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, round one. Um,
0: but with like a small, smile, small sliver that she could be back for the second round if they make it. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: her diagnosis for, um, if I remember correctly, it's about three weeks from her surgery, which was last week.
0: okay. So okay. she could be
1: back in for, yeah, round two.
0: Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cause there goes, you know, my theory, but <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's going to be really interesting. I mean, we can talk about key players. You can talk, I'm curious for you, what has to happen for Dallas to, and, and I don't, I don't care about one game. I want to know like, what does Dallas have to do in this series to move on to the next round to win it?
1: So I have two slash three um, things that I think will most impact the game for them to win. Um, first of all it's defense. Um, although Connecticut has a size advantage over Dallas, they have to find a way to neutralize um Connecticut's offensive scoring abilities because they can really get a shot from anywhere that they want to. And then their size also makes it um harder for Dallas to defend them because they are on the smaller end. Um, so that kind of transitions into my second slash third point, which is fouls and free throws. Alyssa Thomas is ranked fifth in drawing fouls and I don't know. I kind of see her going at McCallum all night if McCallum gets to start. And they're going to try to get McCallum in foul trouble for sure, which was why I touched on earlier that Charlie should have got more minutes throughout the season because if McCallum goes out, he's going to come in. But you also don't want your two best um bigs in foul trouble or playing majority of the night. So they're going to need relief at some point. So um, I would definitely say the free throw line and fouls, just paying attention to that and making sure that Dallas gets to the free throw line they did take a step back, Um, fell to about like 11th or 10th in free throw shooting this season compared to last year where they were in at least the top five. So I think that they need to um focus on the game being physical, yes, but don't get yourself into foul trouble to where Connecticut is constantly going to the line and make sure that you yourself are going to the line, but also making those free throw shots.
0: I w- you're stealing you're stealing my notes over here because I <laughs> I completely agree like Tara McCowan cannot get in foul trouble even if that yeah. means allowing a few easy buckets like so mm. much of their ability to pull off this victory excuse me relies on her shoulders because she is the size that they have now a walk could have a breakout playoff series I, that would be exciting yeah. I would love to see that um I love the the trust that VJ has shown. Um, in a walk of recent putting her in for defensive sets. I mean, what? Yeah. What?
1: I would really like to see, I really would like to see either Izzy or a walk on the floor with McCowan, move KT over to the three. You have Marina and Gray right there. And I want to see how long like that rides out and what they can produce on the floor together.
0: You Well, you might have to do that with Connecticut because you, you look at the size of Bonner at the three, you know, mm-hmm. eight or AT at the four and JJ. I mean, there's just so much size there. You're not going to be able to, no team in the league can really truly, you know, combat that. But you do have serviceable players, right? Like you have the depth. The question is when this game gets running, right, can McCowan keep up? Um, and can she stay out of foul trouble? I think it's going to be insanely interesting. Um, I'm curious for you. I'll say my first, my two, and then you can you can do your key players. Um, mm-hmm. For me, for Dallas, it's Marina. Like she needs she needs to be the high producing offensive threat that they're missing with Satu not 100 percent and Enrique yeah. not there. You need an efficient player, but, but and it's and it's been working, Um, but you need her to produce those big shots. And and also I will say, you know, shout out to Diana Taurasi and Sophie Cunningham in the sense of like Marine needs to bring that swagger that. Yeah. You can't you can't push us around. I don't care if we're in Connecticut. I don't care if you guys are perennial playoff slash finals teams like they need mm-hmm. to have that confidence that Marina brings. And if if she can do that all game, all series, I think that's a great sign for Dallas. Obviously, there's other things we touched on. And for me, mm-hmm. for Connecticut is John Quill Jones. She's the best player on their team. She needs to start playing like it during the season. I've not been blown away by her game. Um, in general, she set the bar high and she has to live up to the bar that she plays for herself. So like for me, it comes down to that. Can she be the X factor? Because if she's not a key factor in this series, Dal's going to sneak up and steal a game or two on you.
1: Yeah. Um, I know I have mentioned Alicia Gray earlier. I'm going to give two wings players. Um, I know I mentioned Alicia Gray earlier. I think she should be the number one option, but that's just me as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, me as a as a reporter slash writer i will say i agree with you on the marina take i do think that she needs to be feisty feisty bun maybe tonight i need i need to see it tonight i need to see it tonight all series like she has to bring it which i'm not really concerned about them on away games because they play better away than at home i would really like to see her be feisty more so at home because when they're away they play um, really good. Anyway, but I will say, Kayla Thornton, I really would like to see her continue her office of presence that she had all season. Last season, she kind of took a back seat and just focused on being um a defender, getting the rebound, passing the ball out, things like that. But this season, we've really seen her take a step more into her office of game and just get back in the mid range game, transition buckets. Um, I think that her impact helps a lot more than just um than just being a defender, I think she's more of a dynamic player than, um, she likes to give herself credit for.
0: Yeah. And other people like to give her credit for either. Right. Like yeah. she is, she's one of those, I always make some, some crazy comparisons. So I won't oh Lord, but like, here we go. she's no, I was going <laughs> to say like Rebecca Brunson ask, like, I'm trying to think okay, of like a, okay. a current player in, in the sense of like, that Swiss army knife not like going to blow you away with 20 points a game or 15 rebounds. Like, yeah, Rebecca mm-hmm. Brunson we get like, you're going to get good rebounds. Fine. But you know, the diving into the stands, the mm-hmm. loose Rebecca balls, Gardner, maybe There we go. That's a modern player. Okay. But also, but I also think of like, I think of Thornton like bigger than Gardner. You know yeah, what I mean? Like okay. I, I think, I, I don't know why, maybe because VJ's convinced me of this. I think of her as a four, even though she's probably more of a three, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. now I'm just blabbering on, I love it because (laughs) she's, she's the glue player, right? She's, she's a Swiss army knife and and there's a teammate of that, but like, she's the type of player who's going to make those effort plays. And often teams don't necessarily have that player. And when you don't have that player, those are the type of plays that can be very demoralizing, right? When there's a loose ball and a player's kind of near it, but, and they would have to dive to get it, but even if they don't get it. That dive does something to a team when you when you don't have somebody doing that, mm-hmm. it can very much just kind of bog you down. All right. Prediction time. Mm-hmm. I got the sun in three because, as you've noted, uh, Dallas Wings, not the greatest stand team. I think they steal uh, one of the games in Connecticut, bring it back home and it's a heartbreaker, but they lose. What do you got?
1: um for the purpose of being a wings rider as well as watching them all season I'll take the wings in three I think they'll definitely steal one at um away at Connecticut but I don't know it's I think it's a different um a different feeling when you're playing a playoff game at home than playing a regular season game at home I feel like they'll feel the need to protect more, um, protect their home turf a little bit more because that's what they began to do at the second half of the season. Then, um, they got tired of losing at home and said, we're, we're, we're not taking any more L's. And for the most part, they pretty much held up their end of the bargain. So, yeah, wings in three.
0: Wings in three. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Remind the folks, where can they read your articles? And what's your Twitter handle?
1: Uh, You can read all of my illustrious articles at winsider.com. That's W-I-N-S-I-D-R dot C-O-M. And my Twitter handle is HarperXXWrites. That is H-A-R-P-E-R-X-X-W-R-I-T-E-S
0: catch us all tonight on the stream should be a good one
1: i'm bringing uh, the chaos i'm bringing all there the we chaos. go
0: i love it i love it the hot <laughs> i don't takes. have a
1: bucket hat but i'll probably wear another hat <laughs> there we
0: go there we go whatever it is rock the rock the fit i mean gotcha. there we go all right you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back to talk more dallas wings